Hello and welcome to Ashley at the Movies. I'm Matt. I'm Ashley. And we are joined today by Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi. <laughs> thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> so, um, Rachel's joining us. She's been on the show before, but she's joining us uh, for one of our 12 Days of Christmas episodes where uh, for the 12 days leading up to Christmas, we talk about a holiday film. And uh, if you like what you hear from Rachel, you can look her up on the the interwebs at uh, rachelsreviews.net. And also she's on Twitter, uh, as long as Twitter's still around, uh, at, at Rachel underscore reviews. So don't, don't look at my Facebook cause it's been uh, disabled. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Everywhere else though. I'm, I'm there. Yeah. I hope you get that back. Um, I hope so too. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Well, today we're talking about a new movie. It's on Apple TV and it's called Spirited. And Rachel's going to tell us about it. Yeah. It's so fun. It's stars, uh, Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds and, uh, Will Ferrell plays the, the ghost of Christmas present. Uh, and it, there's like a whole sort of organization in the afterlife that plans these events, these scrooging events. And, uh, they pick a, a person every year that's going to be their, uh, uh, their person that they Scrooge. And, uh, and this time they have picked this guy, Clint Briggs, who's Ryan Reynolds, uh, that he, but, but the, the Marley character, he says, don't pick this one. This guy's, uh, an, irre- an unredeemable. So there's no hope for him, but, uh, but present is, is hopeful. And as the story kind of gets going, uh, they, they end up interacting quite a bit present and this Briggs guy. And we get to learn more about presence past as well. And, uh, maybe he was at one point scrooged, uh, what, what's going on. And of course there's, uh, the, the, uh, songs by Pasek and Paul, uh, a lot of great choreography, uh, and Octavia Spencer is basically like the Bob, the Bob Cratchit character in the story. And she can actually see present. Uh, and uh, he kind of develops a bit of a crush on her. And so there's that kind of going on. Uh, it's really fun, in my opinion. I like the movie um, with, with some reservations. Um, I, I love that it puts this new twist on the classic Christmas Carol story yeah. rather than just retelling it, you know, for the thousandth time. Um, it, you know, it shifts the focus a little bit and we get to learn more about, as you were saying, um, the present ghost. Um, so I, I liked all that. I almost felt like there was almost too much going on in the movie. There's, there's lots of subplots and, um, the movie is probably at least 15 minutes too long. Yeah. <laughs> it could, I do agree with that. And there's a point where there are, there's like they're within like both worlds and there's all this, it gets a little convoluted at, at a point. Right. I'll agree with that. Yeah. And I think, I don't know when I hear a modern musical, I, I rarely like the songs and I'm, that maybe says more about me or I, I don't know. I didn't really love the songs in this one. Although there was one called them um, good afternoon, which I thought was pretty funny. And I really mm-hmm. loved the, the choreography, particularly in that one. And there's kind of a surprise cameo in, in that song. I, uh-huh. I really liked that one. Um, the other ones didn't really stand out to me, but. How do you feel about Posk and Paul in general? Like La La Land, Greatest Showman, Dear Evan Hansen? Well, I loved, uh, La La Land. I haven't actually seen Greatest Showman. 
um, mostly because I, I guess the reviews I read were not very favorable, but, um, I, I, I love La La Land and, you know, I, I loved the one song here, but, um, Greatest Showman is one of those ones that there is a like stark divide between a lot of critics feelings about it and, <clears throat> and audience feeling <throat> about it. I, I lean more, even though I'm a critic, I lean more with the audience on that one. I had a great time with it, but I am a sucker for musicals. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it has to be pretty bad for me to not <laughs> like musical. I just, I just love them. I love the choreography. I love the, the singing. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I've enjoyed all of those. I love Dear Him. I mean, I actually haven't seen Dear Him, Evan Hansen, the musical live. Um, but I want to, and I'm going to next year. Uh, but I love this, the cast recording. I think it's amazing. Uh, and uh, I, I really enjoyed The Greatest Showman. I, I liked La La Land for the most part. I think it was a little overhyped, but I still enjoyed it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I love Pasta Kampala. I actually saw them in concert. They did a concert here in Utah. <laughs> and you, you could only get get – you could only go if you got – uh, one free tickets. They, it was all, uh, it, it was for the local community college and I won and it was very <laughs> exciting. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I even, uh, this was before I was a critic. I, uh, they did a focus group on the greatest showman here in Utah, which was brilliant because that's totally the type of movie that people in Utah would love. And, uh, and they did a focus group and I, I was, uh, I was in the focus group and, uh, we were asked to like put down our thoughts and everything. And I, there's supposed to be this really famous opera singer uh, in the movie and played by Rebecca Ferguson. And I just put on my notes, I said, not good enough. She's not a good enough singer to be this like world renowned, you know, opera singer. And uh, I always like to think that, uh, cause they brought me down for the like special group of like 12 people to talk. And uh, I, I just kind of like to think that I'm the reason she got dubbed in that movie. <laughs> Sorry, Rebecca. <laughs> but anyway, so I do think that, that there's a certain type of kind of um, cheesiness to Pasuk and Paul's uh, lyrics and, and music that that you're not, some people are just not going to be into and, but I'm into. Yeah. So, and this is continued here. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, so I'm a person who doesn't usually like musicals or I don't like the idea of a musical. And uh-huh. so there's several I don't see, but then when I do see some, I usually come out thinking like, okay, so you know what, that, that wasn't so bad, you know, yeah. um, or musicals or I guess movies with songs. So two recent examples I can think of are um, uh, Encanto and mm. uh, in the heights, you know, like mm. I, I came out thinking like, oh, you know, those are, those are yeah. pretty good. This one, I came out of it, and I'm like, see, this is why I shouldn't watch musicals, like because. <laughs> <laughs> and it, here's the weird thing: <clears throat> I actually overall like this movie. Um, uh-huh. I, I was um, Ashley will attest. I was laughing at several of the jokes throughout the film. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I and I usually it's funny. Like I. I mean, I laughed. I wasn't just like silently like thinking, oh, this is funny. I mean, I literally laughed out loud. Yeah, there were some good yeah. jokes. And the songs I thought weren't bad. I just felt like, okay, let me give you an example. They, they drug the movie out too long. Because so yeah. <laughs> we were at one point in the film. I felt I'd been inside the film for a few years at that point. <laughs> and, and, and I thought to myself, okay, so I, this is reaching its... 
this is going to start its third act. It's getting ready to, to wind up. And I look at my watch, and it had like an hour left. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh. Um, I do agree it is way too long, and, and I do agree that it gets convoluted in there. But I love the songs. I mean, starting out with that Christmas morning feeling, I really like bringing back Christmas. That was really fun. Uh, and it had like an old-fashioned sensibility to the choreography. And I felt that way also about The Greatest Showman. Have you seen Greatest Showman, Matthew? No. No, okay. Um, But that one also had like an old-fashioned kind of charm to it to me. Uh, But but I can see how if you don't kind of go with it, it could be sort of grating. But I loved the the choreography and how it really felt like it was all on this like old studio set to me. (laughs) That was really fun. And there's no there's no attempt to try to make this like realistic or anything like that. Like this is this is a kind of an old fashioned musical in a lot of ways. Uh, I, I I think where it maybe gets into some problems is when we're getting like too much into presence presence story uh, combined with Ryan Reynolds story with you know it's just like all these layers are all of a sudden in play and it's just getting too convoluted. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll talk about the things I did like. Um, I did, I did like the choreography. I did like the, yeah, the, I, I, I honestly, I, I, I did like some of the songs. Um, and the set design, production design, I thought was kind of fun. It created this world, like this afterlife world that is sort of almost like this office where, you know, they, they, they are all about Christmas Eve every year where they haunt somebody. Like, like, like Scrooge was haunted and, and try and reform them, you know, in a night. And that's what their office is all about. And I really felt like this was a lived in world. Uh, like it, it, it seemed realistic to me for, for in, in, yeah. in the context of the film. Um, it's hard to take something like Christmas Carol and, and provide something new on it. I mean, it's been told so many times and it's kind of interesting because this movie is, of course, all about the the world of this of the ghosts. But there was also on Hallmark Channel there was a movie called Ghosts of Christmas Always, which was very similar but without songs, and it was excellent, very well written, very well done uh, about this ghost of Christmas past and her. They get a new assignment, and it, it was it was really good. And and so if you don't really like the songs, and this is too long. I recommend Ghost of Christmas Always. Very similar. All right. Cool. I'll add that to the watch list. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I thought the three main leads in this were good, um, particularly Ryan Reynolds and Octavia Spencer. And Mm -hmm. Will Ferrell, I have always usually tolerated. (laughs) um, But this is probably the easiest time I've had uh, tolerating him. Um, Yeah. So they were all, they all did a good job. Like, I didn't realize that Octavia Spencer could sing so good. I mean, I, I, I just had never, maybe she's done musicals before but i thought she was great she mm-hmm. she definitely has of the leads she has the best voice mm-hmm. now in my opinion the way this movie was photographed a few times looked kind of bad to me like and i don't know i mean i know this movie had a limited theatrical run but this is primarily a streaming film it's still playing in my theaters oh wow okay yeah, um, but it's like there was a scene particularly um i think it was in octavia spencer's office and it's kind of a wide shot and um, she it, it, she's at her and it's just really dark. Mm-hmm. And I felt like not 
not supposed to be like <laughs> for the mood of the scene. It was just like it looked like it was photographed. Like it was underlit. Underlit, yeah. And um, there was a few things like that that I'm like, oh, this well, this is a streaming movie, but, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, overall, I, I really, I really like the performances. Overall, um, I'm not a Will Ferrell fan either, but he was he was tolerable here. And Ryan Reynolds is just so charismatic. I can, I think I could watch him in about anything. I was really, I didn't know that Octavia Spencer was even in this movie, so it's always good to see her. And um, yeah, I had no idea she could sing. She, it's not her voice is really good. It's not what I would call maybe a typical singer's voice, but I kind of like that because I, I kind of I like when. An, an actor is singing and they kind of sound real like a, like, yeah. a, like if I were to break into song um, you know maybe no one else wants to hear that but I kind of like I don't know I kind of like the kind of authenticity of that mm-hmm. yeah. I agree yeah so what would you give it out of 10 it's actually one of my favorites of uh, 2022 just as far as like personal enjoyment um, and so I mean I, I think in my review I gave it an 8.5 okay. out of 10 all right, Ashley. Um, I'm going to give it a seven out of ten. Yeah, uh, same here. Seven. So our score then is a seven and a half, and that is Spirited. You can watch it now on uh, Apple TV, and apparently also maybe in certain theaters now. So, <laughs> so uh, Rachel, thank you as always for uh, being a part of our show. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you all for listening. Thank you. That's the view from here. That's the view from here. They say climb the ladder.